Hello, and welcome to Danny Talks About, a podcast within a podcast. Uh, the uh, This is the show that I put a put up a microphone in my study den, or also known as my bookshelf, and I talk about whatever I want to talk about because I have all the recording equipment at my house. Um, and today is no exception to that. We're going to be talking about a few different things that I've been watching on Netflix and Disney Plus because they're kind of cool cultural moments going on. There's a few different things that that have come out that I've found to be incredibly enjoyable. They've, they've grabbed my attention, they've drawn me in, and, and done a whole, a whole bunch of great storytelling in the process. And as I've been going through them, I've been curious, like, is there anything preachable or kind of understandable can tie it to faith? And so, so there's been a few. The first is uh, on Disney Plus. It's called The Mysterious Benedict Society. Uh, it's it's based on books of uh, uh, by the same name. Uh, kids, kind of early teen kids books, but in a w- world where the media is beaming a strange and mysterious kind of a signal that makes all the people scared and fighting and, and, and just a general uh, a kind of a sense of dread and, and an aversion to truth, Disney Plus decided to put out this uh, program, which is basically the same plot. Um, it's It's been interesting because there's been some real parallels to things going on in our culture, in our day-to-day, uh, that there's a, 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 a kind of a signal going out that puts people in, in dread and just scared of the truth. And, and in this, a guy named uh, Benedict, I forget his name, but he's played by Tony Hale, who is absolutely hysterical, and um, a cast of characters, they bring in a few different kids, all all orphans, I think. They haven't gotten into all their backstories because they're only two episodes out. Um, they they bring in kids to infiltrate a school to figure out the, the cause and background of w- w- where the signal is, what it's doing, and why all the people are just uh, uh, diving into dread in the process. And throughout this, is I, I kind of turned it on because it was uh, new and it has Tony uh, Tony. Hale and Christian Shawl in it, uh, and and by the way, Christian uh, Kristen Shawl is one of the funniest people on the planet at this point, and is just absolutely delightful and enjoyable, but absolutely hysterical, very funny. Um, you know, I turned it on because they're in it, and I got to tell you, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, throughout the show, they're talking about the idea of family of. Of being able to be a part of a team, of caring about each other, um, and also thinking outside of the box. Uh, one of the things that this that this program encouraged is people to view problems in a different kind of a manner. Or, uh, I, I mean, as as they're trying to figure out which kids to bring in, they do the brain teaser games and all those. Trying to figure out, hey, is uh, it. If I'm trying to solve a problem, is there a different way of doing this other than kind of the standard thing people think? Um, as I was growing up, I, I tried to, well, I almost did. Uh, it was a thing called Odyssey of the Mind, this program that intends to encourage that kind of creative, critical thinking and problem solving. Uh, but throughout this, um, it, it encourages people to think in a manner that is different 
in order to to come to the conclusion and get to truth in a different aspect. And in all all the kids in this, they bring different skills to to the test. Uh, there was a test of of being able to cross a space and not step on a square or a square tile. And so, uh, one of the actually the directions tell them they can't put their foot on a square tile so one of them um jumps to the other as uh, uh kind of the uh kind of the circles that are in there and they're very far apart but he's a strong guy and another person um get gets a takes a a, a, a rope out of a bucket and goes across and and kind of a third person decides to uh crawl and the fourth goes well uh, these aren't squares; they're rectangles. So I'm just going to walk, and and so in all of this, they need to figure out their way of getting together, of using their strengths and building up each other in in the process. It is pretty kid friendly, and I do appreciate it because it 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 speaks to that idea of building each other up in the process and and caring about each other. And it's actually a big part of that story is caring about each other, of taking time to care about other people, to have empathy. All of them, they, they'd been chosen based on stopping and taking a moment to help out another person, uh, even if it came at, the, at, their, own, at their own expense. By, by taking time to demonstrate that they care about people, it demonstrated this quality in them that most of the people scared and filled with dread are just unable to do. Uh, Probably another program that I've really been into and that I'm going to spend a bulk of time going through is called Sweet Tooth on Netflix. And and this is in a world where a a virus has gone around killing many people in a global pandemic that's affected many, many people. Netflix chose to air this program of roughly the same plot as well. Uh, It's based on the graphic novels by DC Comics, where a a virus has killed many people. Uh, They nicknamed it The Sick. Uh, which I'm now stealing for COVID. We're calling it the sick. Um, it, but but in the process of this, these new children have been born, and and they are the hybrids. They're um, kind of a half animal and a half person, t- uh, a type of a hybrid. And um, among them is is a hybrid named Gus, who is a half deer, in half boy, played by Christian Conver- Convery. Convery, um, that that spends ten years of his life living in the woods, being protected and sheltered by uh, by his father. And his father teaches him to to kind of cover his tracks, to stay hidden, to do all these things, to not stray out of their place because it's it's dangerous for people who are trying to track down the hybrids, take them and kill them. Um, a few people think that it's it's the uh, the the the, uh, the hybrids that caused the uh, the pandemic, and a few people think that the hybrids are the answer to the pandemic but either way there are groups of people that are trying to track them down and kill them and that means for for, for gus that he's in a dangerous place 
And it's so dangerous, in fact, that the uh, group of people do eventually f- f- find him. And and his dad goes out to protect their own place and, and be positive they can't track down Gus. His dad dies in the process and and the people keep coming. And then along comes uh, comes a man named Tommy Big Man Jeopard, who is a former NFL player and we find out used to hunt down hybrids. Who takes kind of a a liking to Gus? Uh, in, instead of turning him in, trying to get the money or, or any of that, there's something that occurs that Gus is able to wear down this broken big man's kind of heart um, and care about him. A Jeopard is played by Noso and Nosy, uh, who who is just a phenomenal actor. Actually, the whole cast in this is is just fantastic. There's a ton of great cast and they do great performances all throughout but um again it kind of speaks to it to those themes of caring about each other and family uh there's another a movie that came out fast and the furious uh, a nine which is the 10th movie in the fast and the furious kind of franchise um but we're not going to talk about that it's the movie talks about family, but we don't talk about this movie. I just the franchise has gotten too strange, and it's just all of us waiting us for Dominic Toretto to say something about. Hey, but it's family. Um, while he drives a car in space, what the heck is going on? It opened up. It did well. Whatever you know about Fast and the Furious, if that's the thing that you're into, enjoy it. I'm not. Those movies are weird. Back to Sweet Tooth. Uh, Sweet Tooth, the show on uh, Netflix. Um, it goes back to these themes that I I think are, 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 are interesting. There's a lot to them. You know, the first is that there's, there's this, there's this an, a notion of caring about another person that, that you don't really n- know anything about. A Jeopard has never met Gus. Big Man has never met Sweet Tooth. Which, by the way, he's called Sweet Tooth because if he gets around sweets, he eats them all. That and Big Man's called Big Man because he's a he's a he's a big man. Um, <clears throat> that's basically it. But this adorable program engages its audience to think about the concept of family, of coming together and caring about other people, even at great expense to our own well-being. Um, at first, Jeopard's just thinking about turning in Gus, and in and throughout the process of talking to him and caring about him, Gus causes his cold heart to soften and grows on him. And and Jeopard, instead of trying to sell him out, then they take him on a quest to go and try and find his mom in Colorado. Uh, they have to jump on trains. That they have to battle through groups of people. And uh, although Gus it is an innocent person something occurs in Jeopard to care about the, the, this kid and be willing to lay down his his life in order to protect him it, it's a sweet endearing story based on a dark dark DC comic um, that I think uh, Netflix has done a great job of and 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 I appreciate it personally because I've I've been in a place of jeopard before of of things didn't turn out in a manner I thought they that they'd been planning on turning out um, 
and I, I was kind of bitter and broken a bit about a few different things, and I had uh, come back in, and I, I kind of, I, I told God, like, all right, God, I'm not going to make any uh, new connections or, or care about people because I'm trying to give space to things and space to people in the process, and then something occurred that God kind of stopped and said, yeah, that's neat. Um, that's absolutely not gonna not gonna happen because we're gonna do it my way. And as I was in church, this kid had just come in, and God smacked me in the face and said, "Pay attention, this kid's important." And and I told God, God, I'll just pray for this kid. I'm just gonna pray for him, and that's it. And I'll be darned if this kid didn't come over and just introduce himself to me as I had headphones in. Uh, trying to keep to myself and not care about anybody else other than me and just through 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 happenstance through a hundred different things started tutoring this kid started doing other things and he broke down a cold and broken big man um, in order to care about this other kid and there's something that occurs that I think is 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 a broader story of the body of Christ in the process that it isn't just about I'm going to keep to me and just do me. Um, but any broken kind of, uh, kind of a cold or broken kind of, uh, kind of a heart can be fixed and can be melted down and, and it, it can be opened up. I, I've, I've talked about it in a few different contexts. I don't think there's this idea of too far gone that God can't get to a person or God can't bring a person back. If the the thing God does is bring a person out of death, then anything that isn't as bad as death, God can definitely do that. So if our standard is the dead becomes alive, then the hurt can become healed most definitely. Um, but uh, but the show gets into uh, caring about each other, trusting each other, and just being there to create this family out of a people that don't really get along. Uh, and and may I just say this is an adorable show. Uh, the hybrids in here are just absolutely adorable, and they they're just innocent kids that have slight kind of a half and half person slash animal thing. Absolutely stinking adorable, and I'm loving every minute of the show. I think I have about two episodes to go, and it's really picked up, and it's fantastic. But all throughout this path, they needed to bond together and encourage each other in the process. And encouragement, I think, is this um, biblical idea that we tend to just reduce to a thing that's not actually saying. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 through 11, it tells this. Now, concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no... You have no need to have anything written to you because you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying this is our peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But... You are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. 
So, so then, let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those that get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for the... and for a, a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for a wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. So at first glance, this doesn't come off as, as this, this massive passage on encouragement. But the context of, of building each other up in encouragement is important. Th- that the days grow dark, things go weird, and there's a ton that, 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 that occurs, and not all the people are going to survive. You know, the pains come on as, as, as they do a, a woman giving birth. It just kind of... It comes at the time it comes, and it comes quickly. But in spite of that, we are not to be children of the dark, but children of the light. We are to be an encouragement in that, to, to encourage people in the faith. And so I, I have a few different talking points to to, uh, uh, to talk about with Sweet Tooth and, and Christianity. Number one, protect Christian convery from Hollywood. I mean, honestly, I can't... Un- undersell this enough the kid is adorable he's just a sweet kid i caught a few interviews and trying to understand this uh kind of program a bit he's just a sweet kid so hollywood hollywood if you could not that'd be super cool leave this kid alone he's adorable um honestly he's just a kind of a cool kid and just they have a uh hollywood has a long-standing history of over sexualizing their children and then doing terrible things and messing them up emotionally and mentally and just overall they suck. Uh, so if you if we could not do this, that would be fantastic. Um, number two, sweet tooth makes the enemy clear. I appreciate these stories because the enemy is so clear as to this is the good guy, this is the bad guy. And it's 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 almost too clear because I think in our day to day that's not the case. We don't get these clear cut. This is the good guy. This is the bad guy type of stories. In fact, to us, it's often a mix of good and bad in a person. The, the Bible tells us that um, our 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 battle isn't against flesh and blood, but against principalities and darkness. It's 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 this it's a mess. And I think too often our our attempt to engage in spiritual battle just means I end up attacking the person that that's my neighbor. I'm supposed to care about my neighbor, but instead I go and post snark on Facebook and you know try and get that. Well, this is what really happens, and da 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 da. And so Sweet Tooth presents this idea of of the enemy is clear until you dig into the story a bit more. Um, you know the two as as us are 
children of darkness we, or, or not being children of darkness, we have to understand that at one point we were a jeopard at a point and made a job of trying to hunt down the hybrids in order to bring them back to sell them or kill them. That it was a job that he made and he had to turn his back on it. To us, it's kind of the same thing. We were at a point children of darkness, but now we're children of the light. And there's hope in that, that I think we need to appreciate a bit more. That there isn't the, there isn't a thing is too far gone. There isn't a, a place that God can't go to or God can't bring a person back. That to us, even though we may have done horrible things, we can still come back. And I appreciate that in these programs and these uh, 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 kind of the shows because there's hope there. And so much of our culture today is just absent of all forms of hope and all kinds of, of expressions of, of that this isn't the end. You, know, you scroll through the news, through Facebook, through any of these things, it just comes off as people have given up hope that they think that there's nothing but dread. It's essentially the mysterious Benedict Society, that everything is awful and we should feel awful. But those are things that people of the darkness do. They give up all hope, and out of that, they engage in pleasures that are temporary and fleeting and just minor things. They trade the flesh, or sorry, they give up the spirit in order to pursue the flesh. Paul makes it clear to the church in Thessalonica, don't engage the darkness, stay in the light. Do the things that a person in the light does. And so although Sweet Tooth makes the enemy clear, I think it's a more to, it's better to understand that there's still hope in the midst of darkness. And at the end of, of, of Paul's a message to the church in Thessalonica, especially in, in, in chapter 5, he tells them, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as you are doing. Uh, so point three, encouragement isn't about smiling. I've watched a few people that think the point of preaching of Christianity is just encouragement and inspiration. And I got to tell you, this is pretty egregious as far as an understanding of the purpose. It, the purpose of preaching, of communicating the gospel, isn't to encourage in the context that they're using it, of just uh, to say positive things in order that people can come out of church and go, gosh, I smile now more. There are parts of the gospel that you have to engage that are raw, that are difficult, and that are hard, but sh- but they're engaged because God is good. I need to confront the darkness that I had been in face-to-face in order to say, this is the darkness I had been in, and to be free, I have to bring it to Christ. I have to be willing to say, this is where I was, and I'm not going to this place anymore. Anytime the Holy Spirit comes in to convict a person, I don't think it's a positive experience. I don't think it's this great, oh, I feel great through this, and I you know, sign me up again. But it was never intended to be that. 
It was never intended to be this process of happiness. In fact, oftentimes the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit as a fire, as a refiner's fire. Um, and and to 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 understand the process of 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 a refining fire is you take a thing and you heat it up beyond a temperature that it can hardly bear in order that the dross the 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 grossness the impurities come to the surface and then instead of just like going like oh boop 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 and kind of wiping it off you take a hammer and you totally beat it until all the impurities are gone and you do that again and again and again until it's just pure metal this is the process of of conviction of purification of being strengthened through the discipline of god and growing in faith to be stronger encouragement then isn't about just trying to smile and be an inspirational ted talk for 25 minutes or that the end-all be-all of christianity is encouragement it's encouragement in the lord it's encouragement to walk according to the calling that all all of us have been given i mean even as paul's talking in in uh, the the uh in first thessalonians 5 he's He's absolutely calling them out for a few different things. Don't get drunk. Be sober. Um, do the things. I mean, don't be in, in the darkness, but be the things that come out of being in the light. Draw into those things because it's those things that express a goodness that God's placed in us. We don't go back to the old thing, but do the new thing that God put in us. And to talk about encouragement in this manner encourages people in their faith. Uh, these, these stories, I appreciate these stories because the characters are willing to walk into the darkness of another person, into the mud, into the grossness, into all the, the a mess of their stuff in order to glorify or to, uh, to grow through it together. In Sweet Tooth, they they struggle through understanding each other and getting along because they're very different people. But it's their differences that actually give them their strength because they're, they're willing to come alongside each other, to care about each other, to s- sacrifice themselves on behalf of somebody else, to wa- walk into dangerous... Ca- uh, places and do dangerous things in order to be positive that the other person is fine the, all throughout the programs there's been time after time after again that they're doing these dangerous things to protect the other person they're caring about each other because caring and loving one another isn't a thing that just promotes my own good but it chooses to put my own good down in order to promote their own good and in truth, they need each other just as we need each other. We need each other to encourage each other in the faith and to encourage each other in the Lord. To walk into the mess of each other's stuff and go, hey, this thing is a thing of darkness and you can't stay here. It takes a profound amount of courage to be willing to walk person through to uh, to take a person through their own darkness and say we will get through this together 
But that's the idea of family. That's the idea of 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 being in in the body of Christ together is is to be able to say to each other, "This is hard, and we will go together." We, as the church, we need each other, and our culture is primed in order to put each other down, to not encourage each other, and to find reasons to cast each other aside. And, and I mean, there's been interesting studies as to when this started, how it occurred, and all this, but that doesn't really matter. Our encouragement needs to be encouraging people to stand firm in God to hold their head up during times that it's difficult and during times of 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 being weak to give strength to be able to borrow we're in the middle of 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 a cultural battle and a spiritual battle that the enemy isn't the person next to us it's the spiritual forces of darkness that are all around us and although it appears dark we're still children of the light and if i'm a child of the light that that means i bring that to all the places I go, to my Facebook, to my Instagram, to the people I talk to, to the things I say, and to the things I do, and even all the things I think. All of these are opportunities to express the goodness of God in our day-to-day. But we don't do it alone. We have a family. And it's not just a Dominic Toretto, Fast and the Furious family, although that is a pretty good metaphor for what it is um it's it's people choosing to care about each other that don't actually have anything in common other than their love of god i uh (laughs) i was actually explaining to someone just the other day that a church is a place where people that would have never met get to come together in one voice to praise one god and he's a good god and it's people that we would have never met each other, we would have n- never gotten along or any of that, but have found a, a unity in being able to, to, to understand that Jesus Christ died on the cross on our behalf so that all who come to him will be saved. That Christ took my punishment on himself on the cross in order that I could be with him for all eternity. And so my day-to-day then is changed to follow him. The things I do are an expression of faith in Jesus Christ, or or they should be. And to be honest, I fail quite often in that. And I'm thankful to the people that I keep that are able to, 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 uh, to nudge me back on, on track, and in other cases to full-on body check me back on track also. We need each other and these stories of of people coming together to a common purpose and caring about each other to me are just very inspiring even if it's uh four orphan kids that they need to learn to get along or or a half hybrid kid and a big man that break down the the cold the cold heart of 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 pain in order to find a family together. We need each other in the same way. So my encouragement is to take an honest inventory of our faith uh, to say, 
Where am I encouraging people in the Lord? Uh, am, am I just trying to get them to smile? Or, or am I willing to engage in the dirt and the grime and the dross of their stuff and encourage them to l- lay those down at the foot of, of the cross? And then, to be honest, to take a peek at our own stuff and say, where am I okay in my own sin? Many of us still have those things going on, and it is imperative to the Christian to bring those in covenant community and in accountability to each other in order to put them down together. I cannot tell you how many times I've known a thing to be sinful that I just keep trying to do them until I'm able to talk about them. The biggest kind of a fear we keep is that if people only knew my junk, they'd hate me. And I have found that to be just a fear that happens in my head. Being able to open up and talk about our stuff and be 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 open about the filth and dross of our day to day is just part of being in a family. A family cares about each other even during the times it's difficult. And so my encouragement is if there isn't an accountability partner or um, a a our church calls them discipleship relationships. Um, Go find one and get in them. They are life-changing conversations that they need to occur. And be honest and don't hold back. Though those the those types of things cultivate cultivate the body of Christ together because it's family, because it's people willing to stand up by each other and go, "Hey, we love." the one God in Jesus Christ and are willing to lay down our our lives on behalf of others in order that they could come to know Christ and grow in Him. It won't always be smiles, but it'll always, always, always be worth it. So we want to hear from you, or I do. Um, there's a few places that if there are questions or comments, if you're interested, this is a podcast and a podcast, so maybe I'll answer it on the next episode of Danny Talks About, or maybe it'll be answered on Nobody Special. Who really knows? But there's a few places that you can go in order to contact me or me and Caleb, the co-host of Nobody Special, um, which if you're paying attention to this podcast, you probably already know about it. Uh, the first place to go is thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. There's all, all of our episodes are there. You can kind of go through and there's even a form at the bottom of the page to ask us questions. And special thanks to Hilda who gave us an email with some great feedback. Thank you so much, Hilda. We super appreciate it. Uh, the other places to go is to to uh, to our social media pages of Facebook and Instagram at Nobody Special Podcast, or go to Facebook. Uh, oh gosh, I forgot what it is. Facebook and Instagram for the Gospel Outpost. That's the place I also blog. I'm going through the Book of John. I have a few other things I'm starting and working on the graphics on because that's oddly super important to me. Um, to be able to to produce content to grow in our faith day to day. Uh, not just on Sunday morning, but Monday through Saturday, trying to get out some content on that also. So please be sure and check those out and um, go to our Facebook for the Gospel Post. Give us a like, give us a share. We do not do advertising just because it's oddly expensive and oddly ineffective to the amount that you pay. 
So we, we don't super do that that often. And I'm cheap. That's just really what it is uh, for that kind of thing. I'm not going to buy targeted Facebook ads because, wow, the whole process is just weird. But but that's also a good place to be in touch. And also through the uh, 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 YouTube channel at The Gospel Outpost. Um, put, put a... A like, a comment, and a subscribe, and that's when I'm supposed to dab because that's what you do on YouTube. Uh, a like, comment, subscribe, and ring the bell, and we want to hear from you and all all the thoughts that y- you guys have about faith, about day-to-day, and about anything I talk about, or if there's anything you want me to talk about. I'll talk about most things. Um, some things take a little more digging into to get to, but I'll definitely get to it at some point. So, well, that's going to do it for me today. So thanks for tuning in to Danny Talks About Episode 2, and we will see you next time.